Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Market View with me, Hong Bin Jung. Let's first take a quick look at markets this top of the hour. It's currently 1.07 p.m. And in the morning, the SDI did open in the green starting the last day of the month in a positive territory. And it's still up in the green at the moment. It's up 0.24% at 3,265 points. Advancers are leading the pack at the moment, 314 with decliners at 171 after 1.04 billion securities worth 572 million Singapore dollars changed hands so far. And it looks like it's green across the screen for regional markets as well. In fact, a gauge of global shares headed for a second straight quarterly gain and that's underscoring investor optimism in the face of banking turmoil and elevated interest rates. Benchmark indexes in Japan and Hong Kong and I think in South Korea as well are leading today's rally and they are also on course for quarterly gains. So to give us a market wrap of the week, we have Candice Lee, research analyst from the SGX on the line. Candice, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Hi, Hongbing. Hi. Okay. Okay. So the STI did, as I said earlier, it opened higher today. How did the STI perform this week? Mm, well, indeed, you know, it inched up slightly, as you said, 0.24% gains, mm-hmm. tracking overnight gains in the West as well. If you look at the entire week, um, to the end of this uh, morning session today, SPI is also up 1.6%. Most markets are also in the green as worries over the banking industry crisis started to ease off this mm. week. Some of the bigger movers this week within the SCI, um, we have SETS, Jardin Cycle and Carriage and DFI Retail Group. Okay. They were the best performers, averaging about 7.5% returns this week. SETS in particular, it traded twice its average turnover mm. yesterday and five times its usual turnover on Wednesday. Um, this follows the commencement of the trading of 363 million rights shares. Um, mm. A quick a recap on the rights issue, right? This was announced last month to raise $1.82 billion for the acquisition of air cargo handler, the um, worldwide flight services. Mm. If we look at institutional flows uh, for this week, there has been an insti-out flow of $152 million over the last five sessions, which is from last Friday to um, yesterday, Thursday. By sector, the highest net outflows we've seen across financial services, REITs and telcos. On the other hand, um, we have seen net inflows into industrials of um, Mm -hmm. $19 million, followed by consumer cyclicals and technology. By individual stocks, some of the largest outflows were seen in DBS, OCBC and Suntech. Mm, okay. Oh, combined, yeah. mm, combined at hundred over million dollars. But um, large inflows were also recorded in SETS, SGX and Capital Corp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. With those banking uh, shares, though, is that because of the DBS's recent digital services disruption that we saw? Mm. I have to say that it is not unseen for mm-hmm. such disruptions in businesses. Although, um, following the incident on Wednesday, DBS CEO did step forward to acknowledge the severeness mm. um, of the incident. And he did also give assurance that the investigation of the incident will take priority. Um, in fact, DBS, they actually have to submit an investigation report to MAS on the root cause of the issue. Mm-hmm. In terms of share performance, even with the dip, DBS was in line with 
against uh, two peers in terms of share performance yesterday, mm-hmm. right after the incident on Wednesday. So if you look at yesterday, DBS declined marginally by 0.3%. OCBC and UOB, in fact, saw larger dips of 1.1% and 0.4% respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at flows, um, in Steve flows yesterday, um, DBS did see um, in Steve net outflows of mm-hmm. $19 million, but on the other hand, it also did receive a, insti- uh, a net inflow of retail mm-hmm. um, flows of $32 million. Okay, okay. And it seems like out of the trio of banks, DBS is currently the only one in the red. It's currently mm-hmm. down 0.84% at $33.22. But overall, though, since you know we're now at the last day of the month, how did the STI perform this whole month? Um, well, despite the turmoil in the global banking sector, this mm-hmm. STI only did slightly 0.2% declines, mm. which is in line with regional indices. Okay. Um, if we look at the FTSE APEC index, it also returned rather flattish this mm-hmm. month. Some of the outperformers uh, within the index, Genting Singapore, Semcorp Industries, they received the most net instant inflows uh, mm-hmm. across the entire market this month of around $76 million each. Okay. Um, they were also the best performing FDI stocks, averaging 14% returns. Oh. Of course, um, the three banks, uh, SDI's largest weighted constituents, a bit mixed. UOB is up 0.1% this month. Um, DBS and OCBC is down about um, 27 and 1.9% mm. uh, respectively. So today is the last um, day of not just March, but also the quarter right. uh, of 2023, mm-hmm. right? So if you wrap up the, and look at the first quarter this year, Overarching drivers so far this year has continued to revolve around key teams uh, mm-hmm. like global interest rates, um, decided rating growth, persistent inflation and geopolitical tensions, as well as, of course, the um, banking sector stability. Um, while these are overarching teams um, that has universal impact on sectors and stocks, recent market performance on individual stocks have been rather mixed. Mm. Um, if you look at top performers within uh, Singapore's benchmark index, mm-hmm. um, Samcorp Industries, Capo Corp, Capo DC Wheat, Genting and ST Engineering, they were the best performers and they averaged double-digit gains of okay. 17%. But on the other hand, the FDI benchmark itself returned rather flattish so far this year with uh, 0.2% gains. Um, as of last night's closing, so still. In terms of fund flows over the quarter, the entire market, we saw 1.4 billion net outflows uh, by institutional um, investors, and most of it was booked um, in March itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And now I want to move away from Singapore and go over to the U.S. Uh, more clues for the Fed's next polit- monetary policy decision is out, starting with U.S. final quarter four GDP growth rate that was out overnight. Any surprises there? What does this tell us about the health of the U.S. economy? Yeah, this is the third estimate for the mm-hmm. fourth quarter GDP was revised down from 2.6%, uh, mm-hmm. revised down to 2.6% from 2.7% last month. Actually, economists had expected the GDP growth to stay unrevised at 2.7%. Okay. Um, growth estimates, though, for the first quarter of 2023 is currently as high as 3.2%. Mm. 
Um, if you recall the first two weeks of the fourth quarter GDP, the growth was initially estimated at 2.9%. Then mm-hmm. it was revised down last month to 2.7% and finally 2.6% um, yesterday. Concurrently, consumer spending also trended down, um, decreasing from 2.1% in the first reading to mm-hmm. 1.4% and then finally landing at 1% yesterday. So mm-hmm. um, actually, aside from GDP, um, last night, U.S. initial jobless claims also came in. Um, it increased moderately by 7,000 to, 1, 000, uh, to 198,000 last mm. week. This was in fact the first rise in three weeks, but still remaining at low levels, um, signaling that the tightening credit conditions interest rates have not yet had a material impact on the labour market. Okay, okay. So later tonight though, the Fed's preferred gauge for inflation is also out is coming out uh, the US PCE price index what can we expect if we look at current consensus and estimates um, mm-hmm. it is expected to come in at 4.7% which is unchanged from January numbers okay. but on a month on month basis analysts are expecting it to come in at 0.4% mm-hmm. growth which is less than the 0.6% growth seen in January um, previously, projections by the Fed for the entire year uh, was for total PC inflation to come in at 3.3% mm-hmm. um, this year, 25 for next year, and then um, 2.1% in 2025. Mm. Um, in fact, on inflation and interest rate hikes last night, several Fed officials hinted that more work, um, i.e. interest rate hikes, um, needs to be done to lower inflation, even amidst the banking turmoil that we're seeing right now. Mm. Some verbatim, from last night, uh, Boston Fed President Collins said um, inflation remains high and he views that a 25 bits increase is the appropriate pace. Mm. Um, another Fed President Kashkari did say that inflation in the service sector, excluding housing, has mm-hmm. yet to slow down and he thinks that it is premature to judge the impact of the banking crisis on okay. the economy. The one was lastly was Richmond Fed President. He mm. said that if inflation persists, the Fed can react by raising rates further, though he has no preference yet on the size of the increase. So following that, um, markets are now pricing in a 46.2% chance of the Fed standing mm-hmm. still um, on interest rates in the next main meeting. It was down from a 63.1% uh, chance just a day ago. Okay, okay. And what else should investors look out for next week then? Um, there are several key data points coming through for Singapore next week. Um, HDB is set to release the flash estimates of the resale flat price index for the first quarter of 2023 on Monday. Mm-hmm. URA on the same day is also set to release flash estimates of private home price index. Um, also on Monday, a very busy Monday, um, Singapore's PMI index for March is mm. also expected to come in. Uh, if you recall for last month, um, Singapore's PMI index reading uh, inched up by 0.2 um, to 50 points after five straight months of contraction. Mm. And improvements for February was um, largely led by China's um, reopening. Then on Tuesday and Wednesday, there will be auctions for four-week and 12-week treasury bills as well as um, Singapore's uh, retail sales for mm. March will also be coming in. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much, Candice, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for your time and your insights today. We've been speaking with Candice Lee, who is a research analyst from the SGX. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.